Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Good Fucking Energy podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the habits, routines, mindsets, realizations, just all the things that have been having a really positive impact in my life lately. And also, I'm going to be answering some of your guys' questions because I posted on my story that that's what this podcast episode is going to be about today. And I let you guys ask me some questions kind of about like habits, routines, things of that sort. Um, This is just like literally the things that are giving me life that I want to share with you because I think that they will definitely benefit you as well. So I'm really excited for this episode. I'm just kind of doing it like as if we were hanging out. Like if I was sitting with one of my girlfriends at lunch or like over coffee or over drinks And she asked me, what are you doing right now that is giving benefit to you? That is making you feel good? What are your current things that you're obsessed with? What are just like, what is the vibe that you're in right now? Like, what are you, what is the energy that you're giving? What are the habits that you're implementing? How are you supporting yourself in this phase of life? This is all the stuff that I would tell her. So I feel like I'm just sitting down with my friend today giving my advice. So I kind of baked your guys' questions into uh, the different parts that I'm going to be talking about. I just kind of fit them in. So it won't be separate like Q&A and talking. Like I said, I just want this to be very like conversational, flowy as if I was just talking to a friend and maybe like my friend was asking me questions in the middle of me telling them about my habits and things like that. So I'll kind of go back and forth between talking about what I want to share with you guys and then answering your questions that make sense with what I'm talking about. I hope that made sense. (laughs) But before we get started, I have to mention the stock that I'm wearing today because I'm obsessed with all of this. I'm just obsessed with like layering so many like long especially necklaces lately i'm really into long necklaces so i am wearing hematite cuff clasp this is green adventuring i am blanking on the name um it's the goddess of luck though i know that i named after the goddess of luck (laughs) and then this is um i'm also blanking on the name of this one there's so many styles i blank on the name all the time but i will link everything down below but this is Tiger's Eye. I do know that. So I know the crystals. Sometimes I just blank on the name. Then up here, I am wearing Mace Choker Moonstone and Checkers Choker Pyrite. And I just think it gives like a cute little, I don't know, like a good, a good thick stack, you know? And then what do I have on my hands? Oh, yes. I have the Chakra Bracelet. And I have, this is a custom bracelet I made for myself and black tourmaline on me always. So I will link everything that I'm wearing down below for you guys. If you're new here, I have a crystal jewelry brand. It's called Arcanum LA. So that's why I'm always stacked up with crystals. Oh, and then the crystals I have on me being our little friends, our guests on today's podcast episode is as usual my amethyst i last episode i was editing it and i was like this the whole time like throwing it and like doing shit with it in my hand i'm like girl like what are you doing so today we're gonna (laughs) try to set them down 
Obviously, I always have um, Aquamarine on me whenever I'm speaking. And I have this Crystal Quartz Vogel. This is one of my all-time favorite crystals. I'm thinking of doing, so if you guys have been following me for a long time, you may remember that I actually used to sell crystals in my shop in Arcanum LA, but um, actually we still do have some crystals in the shop. I just haven't done a new drop of any crystals in quite a long time. Originally, when I first started doing crystal jewelry, I did crystals with it. And then the crystal jewelry just like took off. So I was like, okay, I'm going to focus all my energy here. And then as you guys know, I also do coaching. I have my courses, scale on align and attract. So I just got swept up in other things and stopped sourcing physical crystals. Um, Cause I used to go to like travel to the crystal shows and all of, all of that fun stuff. But I put that on the back burner to focus on other things for a little bit, but now I am kind of thinking about doing another crystal drop and just doing like my absolute favorites, like the ones that I swear by, the ones that I truly, truly like cannot live without. Um, so let me know what you guys think about that. Let me know if you guys would be interested in a little crystal drop. I've been just really loving my crystals a lot lately and just like having, I guess, gratitude and appreciation for my tried and trues, like the ones that I, I swear by, the ones that I truly like love that are like my security blankets. Like I travel, I travel with this one. I travel with actually all three of these, <laughs> like on a plane, I will take these anywhere. I always get stopped by TSA literally every time I get stopped by TSA. Cause they're like, what, what is all this? I'm like, yeah, it's my, it's my crystals. <laughs> So yeah, let me know if you guys would want a crystal drop. I have a drop coming up for Arcanum LA. I'm aiming for September and there's going to be quite a few new things with that drop, not just new jewelry, but new things. So I'm thinking it might be a good time to drop some crystals with it too. Let me know what you guys think. Okay. Getting into the habits, the mindsets, the shifts, the realizations, I broke it down into three sections. So I have habits, mindsets, and realizations, and let's just dive right into it. So first of all, my morning routine, <laughs> I'm like a broken record with this. I feel sometimes I'm like, am I annoying? Or <laughs> is this useful to people? Like hopefully people, hopefully it's useful to people, but sometimes I'll be like, God, do I talk about my morning routine routine? too much, but truly I am obsessed with it right now. It is giving me life right now. It is helping me to thrive. So I'm just like passionate about it and I just want to like share it with the world. But if you follow me, you've probably seen me post it on my Instagram stories. Um, I have like a reel with my morning routine. I've been talking about it a lot on TikTok and yeah, I guess it's not annoying. I guess it's like part of what I do to share the things that I'm doing. But sometimes I am like, am I a broken record with this thing? But I think you guys like to be updated with like, am I still doing it? How am I feeling on it? What has like changed and tweaked with it? So let's talk about the morning routine. I filmed a TikTok yesterday updating, like doing a really quick, obviously it's a TikTok, we can't get as much into the details as we can here, but doing a little update of how the routine has changed after being consistent with it for two weeks. And 
listen, I know two weeks is not a long time, but this is something that I've been perfecting for genuinely years. And I finally have found the thing that just works perfectly for me and it feels so good. And so these are things that I have been experimenting with, that I have been piecing together, implementing, taking away, replacing, just toying with for such a long time. So I finally found the actual structure that works for me in this season of life, which is something that we'll talk about. Like I very much believe in and respect the seasons of life. So I'm in a season of life right now where this routine feels very, very good to me. So I know that I love to listen to people get really granular, really detailed with their routines, their favorite things. I wanna know like all the little teeny tiny details. So I'm gonna do my best not to leave anything out for you guys and just give you the full run through of what I am calling my mind, body, soul glow up slash CO morning routine. So it has both those names, one, because I swear it, I mean, it hits all the marks for mind, body, soul, and it is my glow up routine. Like it is, I already see and feel such a difference from it. And then I'm calling it my CEO morning routine as well, because this is like in manifestation, obviously people are always saying, be the version of you now who already is living that reality, right? We, we've heard this, we know this, this is the morning routine. And this is the way that the version of myself, the next level version of myself, who is living the reality that I am going towards now that I am manifesting now. This is what she does every day. This is her morning routine. And I see the version of myself that I'm becoming now as like CEO, boss bitch, taking my company to the next level. Both of my companies, Arcanum LA and also Arcanum Academy. So my courses, my coaching, taking my social media, my podcast, everything to the next level. So I see myself as like, full force, boss bitch, CEO. And this is the routine that the version of me who makes a million dollars like it's nothing and runs her life like a CEO would, this is this is what she would do. And already, like I said, guys, it's only been two weeks and the difference that I'm seeing in everything in my life, in my manifestations, in my energy around my manifestations, We'll get into all of it, but it has changed so much because I really am completely being the version of myself who lives that reality that I desire to manifest. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later when we get to like the realizations, but let's get into this routine. So I wake up at 6 a.m. and now that I've been doing it for a little bit, also I've been waking up at 6 a.m. for quite a long time. Um, my boyfriend leaves for work at like 6am. So I just kind of naturally wake up when he, no, that's not true. I don't naturally wake up when he leaves. I have an alarm clock. Um, and I used to like snooze it a lot. I used to set it for six, but then I'd be like, Oh, I'm tired. And like, I don't have a workout class today. Or I would be like, I don't feel like working out today. I just like, I wasn't consistent. Um, there were times in my life where I was much more consistent, but I had definitely fallen out of like my consistency and my like solid routines 
for a while, to be honest. I wasn't having solid routines that really supported me for a while. I've always had the things and I've always like tried, like I said, different versions and different things to do. Um, back like probably like a year ago now, I was like hardcore with waking up and going straight to a workout class. So I would typically take like a 7.30 or like an 8 a.m. workout class and I would get straight up and go. Um, if it was like a bit of a later workout class, like eight, maybe I would get up, like have like my coffee, chill for a second, probably scroll through my phone if I'm being real and then go to the workout. But I started to feel that that wasn't, that was kind of putting me into stress pretty early on in the day. I just started, was feeling very stressed. I was always feeling stressed. I was always feeling overwhelmed. I was always feeling really rushed you know, waking straight up, going straight to the workout, coming back, getting straight to work. There was like not really any ease and flow in it. And I'm definitely all about divine feminine energy. I've been nurturing it so much more into my life over the last year as someone who's typically leaned more into a masculine energy. I saw also how like waking up like that really put me into that masculine energy that made my feminine feel not not safe and not good so i then kind of flipped to the other side of it all which we tend to do right we it's kind of like a pendulum we will swing from one extreme to another often so then i got really into okay i really want slow flowy mornings and to start my day on a really like just slow flowy and intuitive note which is great but there was no support really and structure that was making sure that I was actually hitting all the marks of the things that support me. So I would wake up and just have like a very slow morning of I'd make my coffee, I'd make my green juice, I would read, maybe sometimes I'd journal, um, maybe like I do like a long meditation on some days. But then I kind of stopped going to workouts all the time. I got really off like my workout routine. I'd say for like the last, God, like six or more months. Honestly, like if you guys follow me, it was after I got back from Costa Rica. So I went on a solo trip in Costa Rica in September. And that's when I really got off like my workout routine and was doing a lot more like slow, flowy mornings. But then yeah, as I said, I wasn't hitting the marks for everything that I know supports me because I didn't have that structure. So what I have found is that you can have a structure. You can have this container. And this is what I'm so passionate about teaching. It's the balance of the masculine and the feminine, the actual balance of it, right? Not swinging too far to one side or swinging too far to the other, but actually finding that sweet spot, that balance that works for you as well, right? Because for some people, maybe waking up and going straight to a workout, then coming home and doing their meditation, their journaling, that's going to feel good to them. Other people, that's not, right? I'm one of those people, it's not. So you have to find what works for you. I'll, I'll say that it's not a one size fits all. Nothing ever is, but it is about finding that balance. I believe in intuitive flow. I believe in listening to our bodies. I believe in creating space 
so that we can listen to ourselves, listen to our bodies, so we aren't just always moving so robotically. That is the feminine energy, right? But I also believe in this needed masculine structure, this container to safely set the parameters where the feminine can flow with security and safety, knowing that she is taken care of, that everything is working harmoniously, every piece is falling into place, nothing slipping through the cracks, but we're still able to flow within this structure. So that is what I've finally nailed down in this routine. Still enough flow and ease and hitting all of my supportive uh, habits that I know are absolute musts for my mental well-being, my spiritual well-being, my happiness, my peace, and my physical well-being as well. So it really hits all the marks of my body soul. It's all the habits that I want to be able to say like, yes, I do this every day. And I haven't been able to say that for quite some time because like I said, I was just kind of trying to figure it out. So it feels really good now to be able to say that I have figured it out. I've put it all together and this is it. Okay, so I wake up at 6 a.m. I don't even know how, I know that I said that and then I don't know how we got <laughs> to the whole other conversation, but it's all it all needs to be said. So I wake up at 6 a.m. I just like starting my morning early. I, it's not that I wake up like a happy morning person. It's not like I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's go. Like I wake up tired, bitch. Like I think we all do, but I like a morning. Like I, there's nothing worse to me than when I like oversleep. And then I'm like, oh my God, my whole day is wasted. I love the daytime. I love the sun. So I like to wake up early. I like to wake up at 6 a.m. Um, like I, like I was saying, I think this is how we got off, off track originally. Before I had this structure, there would be days where it would be like 6 a.m., 6.30, maybe 7. And that just didn't feel good to me. And also I believe that doesn't feel good to your body. I think that your body likes to know like, okay, we wake up at 6 a.m. Because then your body's going to know, okay, we go to sleep at this time and you're naturally going to find your rhythm of what time your body goes to sleep to wake up at 6 a.m. And that's really where I'm at now is I now kind of wake up even naturally earlier, like 5.50ish. And I do wake up, right? Like I'm tired, I'm groggy, I'm waking up out of fucking a deep sleep, but I wake up uh, not so like, oh my God, I could go back to sleep now. I wake up like, okay, like it's time, like let's start our day. So I've adjusted to straight on 6 a.m. on the dot waking up. And like I said, I'll even wake up now, uh, like while my boyfriend's getting ready at like 5.50 and be like, oh, I'm awake. Like I'm not gonna go back to sleep. So when I wake up, I have a big window in my bedroom and I actually, I love it because the sun rises like right outside that window, which is just beautiful. It rises like over these mountains outside my window. So I will open those curtains first thing, even if like my um, boyfriend wakes up at like 530 or whatever, he will open the curtains for me so that the sun can come in and kind of wake me up as well, which is really, really nice. I'll tell you in the winter, it's much harder. And that's 
kind of also why I fell off my routine in the winter. I'm just not a winter person. So that'll be a, that'll be a fun experiment for all of us this winter to see how I stick to this stuff because winter and me, we don't have a good track record as of being friends, but I wake up at 6am. Um, somebody asked me, how do you transition to early morning? So I want to touch on that really quickly. So this is kind of like, obviously this might be a rare case, but I feel like I need to say this in case this may be you and you may have this opportunity because if you do definitely take advantage of it. So actually just before, uh, when was it? God, all the, my like last couple months are kind of like blurred because of all the, I'll explain. <laughs> so in June, I went on a vacation. I went on a birthday trip for two weeks and we were in a different time zone. So we were ahead, right? So we were three hours ahead of LA time. And I was so excited because my plan was, I was like, I am going to wake up, you know, like utilize jet lag to my benefit. And I'm pretty good at doing that when I travel, I'll just like force myself to stay awake <laughs> and then I'll go to sleep um, and I'll get on wherever I'm traveling to's time zone really quickly. So I just immediately adjusted to the time, to the time zone I was in, which was three hours ahead of LA's time zone. And I was so excited because I was like, okay, now when I get back to LA, I'm gonna get straight into all of my routines. I was super motivated to go full force and just like getting back on track with everything as I have. And I just couldn't wait to get home too because I had my birthday on that trip. So for me, I was starting a new year. It was a fresh start. I was ready and motivated and wanted to go full force into these routines and my business and my manifestations and my success and just driving everything forward. I felt so motivated. So if you happen to be going on vacation this summer and it's going to be a couple hours ahead, definitely try to utilize that when you get back. Unfortunately for me, I ended up getting the flu, like terribly, terribly sick the day that I got home and I was sick for like two weeks. That's why the last couple months are a blur. I was on vacation then I was sick for two weeks and then it's been just like two weeks since then. So everything's like <laughs> confused in my brain right now. But yeah, unfortunately then I ended up getting sick like the day I got home and I slept for like two weeks straight. So that kind of threw me off. I had to readjust to the 6 a.m. So if that's you and you're like, no, I'm not going on vacation. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to utilize jet lag. My advice for you and I'm just going to give it to you straight how I do it. I don't know if this is like the best way to do it, but this is what I do. Okay. So you guys may know, and we'll talk about it when we talk about the morning routines more. I love daddy Huberman, Andrew Huberman, and I love to follow his advice. One of the things he says is to hold coffee for 60 to 90 minutes in the morning. This way you don't crash later on. You're just more working with like the natural flow of your hormones this way rather than like spiking them early in the morning. And that's how we have like that afternoon crash, which I definitely have had in the past. So that's why I've definitely been wanting to apply his holding the coffee for 60 to 90 minutes. And I have been, but if you are adjusting to an earlier wake up time, 
this is my advice to you and this is what I did and this is what I do whenever I get off track with it. So I will, first of all, know that I want to wake up at that time and the night before I will try to go to sleep early enough where I will get eight hours of sleep. I'm a bitch who needs eight hours of sleep. I have tried other times. It does not work for me. I need eight hours, like on the dot, eight hours works for me. It's it's pretty weird. I would recommend too, let's say that you work Monday through Friday and you wanted to start waking up like at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday and you wanted to start on that Monday. I would start on that Saturday and Sunday. So the weekend when you don't have to go to work the next day, because if you are tired during the day, you're not really messing with like your workflow or anything like that. So let's say you're used to going to sleep at like midnight and you want to wake up at 6 a.m. That Saturday, I would, you know, try to go to bed earlier if you can. But if your body is like fighting you and can't get to sleep earlier, get to sleep as early as you can. Then force yourself to wake up at 6 a.m. The time that you want to wake up, your alarm goes off. Get your ass up out of bed, like get out of bed physically remove yourself from the bed. Otherwise you're going to want to go back to sleep. And I would drink a coffee right then and there. I don't know if that's bad advice. I don't know. I mean, I know Andrew Huberman would be like shaking his head at me right now, but I'm saying just when you're adjusting, just those first few days when you're adjusting, because I don't know about you, but when that coffee, that first sip of coffee hits my tongue, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm here, I'm ready. So yeah, if you need, if you need that, like the first couple days, do it, right? So again, I would adjust over the weekend just to give you some more days to get back on that sleep schedule. And honestly, for me, it only takes, like, it doesn't take that long. Like I said, especially let's say you went to sleep at midnight, you wake up at 6 a.m., you're probably going to be pretty tired that evening. So that Saturday evening, you're probably going to be pretty tired and want to go to bed at like, again, yeah, don't take a nap because <laughs> we're trying to get ourselves on a sleep schedule. We're like sleep training ourselves like you would a baby. So you probably want to go to bed pretty early. So go to bed early, wake up at 6 a.m. the next day on Sunday. And I would say you'd probably be adjusted uh, or getting adjusted by that Monday, right? You're not going to be like, waking up ready to go that might take like a couple weeks like i said i've been doing i've been really consistent with this now for a little bit over two weeks and now i'm just being like i'm waking up and like in a good energy and everything so give yourself some time that's my advice i don't know uh <laughs> that's the best advice but it's what i do i'm just being so real with you guys okay so we wake up First thing I do, I look out my window. Actually, I was about to say I jump out of bed, but first I look out my window, the sun is out there and I, or actually sometimes the sun isn't up, but I just look out it and I genuinely like connect to gratitude. This has been something that I've introduced, I'd say over like the last year. And it's just so, I do it when I travel, I do it everywhere now. It's like such a, core part of just how I wake up now and I feel like it's genuinely changed my life and it's such a small thing but I will literally wake up look out the window and just say thank you like I will be like thank you universe it is a beautiful day today is going to be an amazing day I am so excited for today 
And again, like I might be sleepy as fuck. I might be, you know, like I'm tired, <laughs> but I will just feel that energy and just feel the gratitude for the day and set the intention of what I want to have happen that day. So I might say something like, I'm so thankful. I know today's going to be a really magical day. I know the most amazing synchronicities and abundance and magic and beautiful moments are going to flow into my life um, in the most beautiful ways. And just thank you universe for this day. And I'm so excited to get started. <laughs> like I'll just put that out there right when I wake up and it really, it just feels so good to me. And it's just how I start my day. So I'll do that, look out the window, just have the gratitude. And then I will get my ass out of bed because I'm not laying back down. And I will go downstairs and make my green juice. So could I hold this off for later? Yes, but the purpose of this is that I want to get my ass out of bed because I've tried the other things. You guys remember, I've been toying with this for years. <laughs> so I've tried the other things of just like still laying in bed and meditating or still laying in bed and doing a hypnosis or still laying in bed and journaling or reading. And I will catch myself falling back to sleep. So physically getting up and also I will some mornings, not all, I'm just going to be really honest with you guys, but some mornings, especially if I'm feeling extra tired, I will write when I get out of bed, put on my workout clothes and splash water on my face, brush my teeth. Like I will just wake myself up a little extra, but some days I keep my pajamas on for a little bit longer. But I will still get out of bed, make my green juice. I drink AG1. I've been drinking it for like quite a few months now. Uh, I like it. I don't have much to say about it yet, but I will keep you posted. I do like it though. And also what I've started adding in is that I will ice roll my face while I'm making it. So I'm like shaking the thing. I'm ice rolling my face. And then because I take an iced coffee with me to the gym, I will make my coffee while I'm standing there in the kitchen as well, then put the coffee in the fridge. Because remember, we aren't drinking the coffee yet. We aren't drinking the coffee for 60 to 90 minutes after we've been awake, but I'll put it in the fridge for later and I'll just kind of stand there, ice roll my face, get my green juice. I was making, originally when I made this plan, I was also making golden milk, but you guys, and you'll have to let me know if like this has happened to any of you. That week that I was drinking golden milk, I was so bloated, like really, really bloated that whole week. I don't know if it was like hormonal, like weird timing with just my hormones as it was, but I was really bloated that whole week. And also in my golden milk, I had been adding like honey, like a sweetener. So I don't know if it was having sweetener first thing when I woke up, because typically I'm just having like my green juice, even my coffee. I don't put sweeteners in. So I don't know if it was my body reacting to having like sweetener so early in the morning or what it was but the golden milk was bloating me so i stopped <laughs> but we're still in the green juice so then i'll bring my juice back upstairs and that is when i will start my journaling morning pages so you may have heard of i mentioned in the last podcast episode it's the book the artist way and in the artist way it prompts you to do the morning pages which is basically journaling stream of consciousness. So you aren't really thinking, you aren't thinking like, hmm, what do I want to journal about? Or I should journal about this today. You are just going stream of consciousness, letting your mind flow. And you do three pages, ideally right when you wake up, 
So like I said, I do it as early as I can. I wake up at like six, so it's probably like 6.05 at this time. Like it is still really close to right when I just woke up. All I've done is make my green juice and bring my ice roller back upstairs with me. So it's still really early, uh, but if I started journaling right when I opened my eyes, I would fall back asleep. So this is what works for me. So I will write three pages while drinking my green juice, while like ice rolling my face with my left hand. And this takes me like 30 minutes. I know that's such a time suck. And that's one of the things I'm kind of like battling right now. Cause if I wasn't doing that, I would get out the door way earlier and get started with everything in my day a lot earlier. But I do like the benefits that I'm having from doing it right now. I do think that the three pages is like a sweet spot of tapping into your subconscious mind. Because uh, the first page, I might just be like, oh, I'm so tired, or this is what I'm thinking about that I have to do today. It'll just kind of be those like initial thoughts on my brain. And then by page two, page three, I kind of get into the deeper stuff. So I understand why it's three pages, but still it's taking me 30 minutes every morning. But it's, it's feeling really good to me. Uh, doing this journaling. It's really like giving me a space to just explore my mind every morning. And again, going back to that kind of like flow in your morning, this is giving me more time to have that flow and just have that freedom of thinking and flowing thoughts. So it, it is good. It is good. We do love it. But so that is for like the first 30 minutes that I'm awake. Then I will read and I'm always reading a, not that this is all that I read, but in the morning, in the morning, the only inputs that I want coming into my brain are positive inputs. So I only want to be listening to things that are good for my brain. Um, hi, kitty boy. He's back again. So whether that's like a spiritual text and what I mean by that is just like a spirituality book um, or a book on mindset or anything of that sort, like something that isn't going to get me in work mode yet, but something that is inspirational, motivational, has messages and good little reminders for me. That is, kitty boy, what are we doing, sir? That is all that I want to read in the morning. So always make sure that it's something spiritual or good for the mind. And I will read between five to 10 minutes just kind of depending on like uh, what I'm feeling that day, especially if like I'm really into what I'm reading and I'm like, no, I want to read more. I wish I had more time to read in the morning. I wish I had like 30 more minutes. So I've thought about waking up earlier, like 530, just to give myself more time in the mornings to extend some of the things that I'm doing. But I'm going to first just really stabilize in this routine and then we'll think about extending it longer. So after reading for five to 10 minutes, then I will meditate for five minutes. Again, I would love to be able to extend this because I feel like I'm not even in proper meditation in five minutes. I think I need more like a 10 to 15 minute meditation to really get into it. Plus my pre-recorded meditations for scale, my daily one is 15 minutes. So I would love to be able to do that every single day because before that was my go-to when I had more of like that flowy morning routine. 
so we're still tinkering with things we're figuring it out but right now just at least having that five minutes i think is really great for at least creating the habit right because this is what i teach a lot to like my students and scale and align and attract my clients is that when we're trying to create a new habit it's okay to start small if you have never meditated every single day and then you're going to try to fit in a 30 minute meditation into your morning routine every day you're probably not going to stick to it but if you start with being like okay let me just do five minutes every single day you really don't have an excuse not to stick to it so how i kind of see my routine that i'm anchoring in right now is it's my foundation that i'm going to build on like i said probably extend parts of it the meditation the visualization the reading extend them to have more time there which would mean i would have to wake up earlier but for right now i'm just seeing these like five minute and ten minute periods as placeholders for creating the habit in the first place so meditation for five minutes then visualization for five minutes and to get into the details because i know that people are going to ask like what i visualize in my visualization it's just connecting to my quote unquote next level self so to the version of myself who is already living the life and the reality that i'm manifesting now just connecting to her energy how she shows up how she would show up for the day that i'm about to live today um sometimes i might like visualize myself actually moving through my day or i'll run my typical visualization through my mind too of just my next level self, like living a regular day in the life that she would live. So after I finish my visualization, oh, and I do wanna add, I switched the sound of the timer on my phone. So I'll set five minute timers on my phone, but I switched the sound. I think it's like wind chimes or something. It's in the Apple, like it's already available. I didn't like download a special sound or something. It's already available in there, but I found that way less jarring than the typical timer sound. So it's just like little wind chimes. So when I'm getting that five minute sound to stop reading or to stop meditating or to stop visualizing, it's like wind chimes, it's peaceful, it's not jarring for me. So that's just a little tip. Otherwise, the other alarm like sends me into just stress. So we're not about that. After I'm done with the visualization, I get straight up. So by this time, I've ice rolled my face while I was journaling and while I was reading. I've drank all my green juice as well while I was journaling and I'm reading. So I just get up, I get dressed if I wasn't already dressed, and I get fully ready to go to the gym. So I just get ready pretty quickly, like I'm not doing anything, anything special here. <laughs> and I will go downstairs, make my coffee, I'm making sure I'm not forgetting anything. I'll pack my gym bag if I need to. I'm trying to get better at packing it the night before so that I have more time in the morning and I'm not like as rushed getting out the door. But I will be out the door. I like to be out the door no later than 7.20. Some days it'll be like 7.15, some days it'll be 7.20. I know yesterday I was out the door a little bit later, like 7.30, but I really am aiming for 7.20. So I will get out the door and that is when I will start drinking my coffee. So by this time, it's not exactly uh, 90 minutes, but it's about. So I'll start drinking my coffee then. Or some days I will drink a Celsius, just being real. I don't know if that's bad. 
I mean, honestly, I don't know if it's bad. Uh, let me know if you guys know. I don't think Celsius is a bad one. I don't, from everything I've looked at it, it doesn't look bad, but let me know if you know differently. Oh, and in my coffee, because we're getting into the details here, in my coffee, I just drink coffee. I have a Keurig that I absolutely fucking love. Is it a Keurig? No, it's an espresso. It's an espresso. I love, I love her. I will just put in coconut milk. So I found like the cleanest coconut milk. Uh, I'm trying to think of it. I think it's just so, is it so delicious? Is it that brand? I don't know. Uh, but I think that it is. It's the cleanest one that you can find. Who, what's the guy's name that I follow? Um, the guy, okay, his Instagram is Flav City. It's also a protein powder I drink. And he talks about like, what are the healthiest options? At, that you can get at the grocery store that don't have any like weird additives and stuff. So it's whatever coconut milk he recommended is the one that I drink. So you can go look it up on his page. <laughs> Shout out. So anyways, that's all that I drink in my coffee, just milk in the coffee. I'm actually thinking about changing my milk as well. Now I'm just like going off on total tangent, but I'll get into this when I talk more about food because I'm just kind of like on a new diet regimen as well right now. So I may be changing my milk. I'll update you guys if I do. <laughs> you can even give a fuck about that. But I give a fuck about this kind of stuff when I listen to people's podcasts and people that I follow. Like, I want to know every detail about their life. So that's what I'm doing for you guys here. So yeah, then I get out the door. And that's my morning routine. I will go deeper into the workout um, in a little bit when I talk about my workout routine. But that is like the bulk of my morning routine. Someone asked how to get back into a journaling routine slash meditation when life gets crazy busy. So this is the whole thing for me, right? Like my life is quite busy. I run two businesses essentially, right? I have my jewelry brand. I have Arcane MLA. I have team members. I have four different team members. I have my one-on-one -on -one clients that I speak to every single day. I have my coaching containers, my courses, my social media, my podcast. Like I have a lot going on. So I am a very like booked and busy person, right? I, sometimes I don't like to use the word busy just because I don't like saying I'm busy because anything that you put with I am, you basically manifest. And I don't like the idea of being busy, but I have things to do. I have things that to do and things that I want to do, right? So I completely get where you're coming from. And for me, that is what makes these routines even more important. So it really is as simple, like when you ask how do you get back into the routine of journaling and meditation when you are busy, it's as simple as making the time for it. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And whether you need to wake up 30 minutes earlier, an hour earlier, figure out what it is that you need to do and do it. I have learned that like this supports me to be my best self. This supports me to show up as the version of myself that I need to be in order to manifest what I desire to manifest, reach that next level of success that I am working towards now. This is required for me. Trust me, I've tried it the other ways. I've gone from you know, having all of the supports, doing all the things, 
and manifesting a massive quantum leap and then kind of chilling and being like, okay, I'm here now. I guess like I don't need to do all these things anymore. And you will just kind of flatline, right? Like you will stay there. You will get stagnant in that position. You need to continue to work on yourself, to to help yourself to grow, to evolve. For me, journaling and meditation are non-negotiables for that, for my evolution, for my soul, for showing up as my best self, and absolutely for stepping into my next level self because that bitch meditates, that bitch journals. Like, of course she does. That That's not even a question for me. So when I got really real with myself and looked at what I wasn't doing, that my next level self, the version of myself who's already living what I desire to manifest is doing, when I looked at what I'm not doing now that she does, that really kicked my ass into gear, to be honest, because I was like, wow, I'm not living in alignment. So of course it, it hasn't manifested yet. Of course it's not mine because I'm not living as her. I'm not doing what she does. I want to become her, right? And I'm like, why aren't I her yet? Then I wasn't moving like her. I wasn't doing the things that she does every single day. So even if you are crazy busy, even if you have a million things going on, if for you meditation and journaling is a must, which I would argue it should be for everyone, figure out what you need to do to make it work for you to fit it into your schedule. And again, like I said about those habit placeholders, just starting with, uh, setting the foundations and not overextending yourself with saying, okay, I'm going to journal for an hour every morning and I'm going to meditate for an hour every morning, meeting yourself where you're at to just create the habit first. So like I said, five minutes, maybe for you right now, and I would just recommend and please do and follow up with me if, if you do apply this. If you're crazy busy and you want to make journaling and meditation and anything else that I've mentioned a part of your routine every single day, I would recommend, right? If it's just journaling and meditation, let's say that's just the two things that you want to really anchor in right now, start just doing them five minutes each morning. So wake up 10 minutes earlier than you are right now and do it right when you wake up. Five minutes of each, set an alarm and create that habit. So do that for a while, do that for a couple weeks and then you can begin to increase it if that feels good to you. And you'll probably see, not even probably, I know that you will see such a benefit from these small changes, from these just so small, right? It's five minutes, these super small habits. You will see such a change, such a benefit in your life from them. You are going to wanna build on them. You are probably going to want to even add in more. Now, what came into my mind as I was saying that is there's obviously ways to create habits much quicker than just uh, through time as we're typically used to. And that goes more into working on the subconscious level. Part of that is really tying it to an identity. So becoming the identity and seeing yourself as that identity of the person who does those things and truly seeing yourself as that person will make it a lot easier for you to do these new habits. That is really where I'm at. And because I've been doing this for so long, I can do it pretty quickly where I'm able to be like, no, this is who I am now. 
that next level version of myself that's not a next level anymore. I am her now. And almost immediately I can switch. I, again, it takes awareness. It's not like, oh yeah, I just switch and then I forget about it. No, it takes awareness and it takes me always checking in on myself, but I know the process. So I'm able to kind of fast track it to just be like, yeah, that's who I am. I am the type of person who gets up every single day and hits these marks and does these things and works out and shows up for her life in this way, because that is just who I am because I am my next level self. And that's just who she is. That's what she does. And that's what got her exactly where I want to go now. I'm closing the gap. It's no longer me and my next level self. It's just who I am now. I am my next level self. And that vision that I desire to manifest is now inevitable. So you get quicker with it as you go. Uh, when you learn to work with the subconscious mind, you can more easily implement habits and make them just what you do. But to really solidify it, again, just start, meet yourself where you're at, start small and build off of that. I wanted to touch too on screen time when you first wake up. So I know that this is something that a lot of people struggle with. I mean, I, I know, and I can imagine, and I understand. And before I used to go on my phone, right when I would wake up and, you know, scroll, open up Instagram, maybe like look at some people's stories, check my DMs, um, see if I have messages from my assistants, look at sales. I, I would, I would just be on my phone. Right. And that just didn't feel good to me, especially let's say that something, God forbid, but let's say that something triggered me. Let's say that I saw, oh, the worst, the worst was when, um, I would see like news accounts right when I would wake up and just see things happening in the world that were very upsetting and seeing that right when you wake up is not the best way to start the day, you know, or seeing, let's say on TikTok or Instagram, like a mean comment, uh, which thank God, thank you universe doesn't happen often. But I, I remember like if I would see like a mean comment right when I w woke up, it would just kind of like put me in a mood for the day or anything. It might be like a text from work or a text about work, uh, whatever it may be, just like these things that aren't a part of what I think should be your safety bubble, your energetic safety bubble right when you wake up. So that's how I see the first couple hours of my day. It is an energetic safety bubble. Those first couple hours are strictly for the intention of setting my energy for the day so that after those hours are done, I can go into the world. I can be exposed to the news. I can be exposed to trolls and hate comments on the internet. I can be ex exposed to things at work or problems at work. And I am in a solid energy that is supported and reinforced by everything that I just did in my morning routine. And I am in the full embodiment of the version of myself who I want to be, my higher self, whatever you want to call it. I am embodying her. I am in her energy. I have aligned to her. And so I can take on the day once I have prepped my energy in that way. But those first few hours, it is... <sighs> my cat just opened that. <laughs> But those first few hours, it is a sanctuary for me. It is an energetic sanctuary. I am nurturing to, tending to, taking care of my energy, 
point blank period i will not let anything in so i've gotten really good at just staying off my phone i'll leave it on do not disturb and then i will get onto my phone when i start my workout which is the treadmill and i'll go into that next um what i do for my workout and how i incorporate getting some work done while i work out because that's been such a game changer for me it feels really good to me it makes me feel really productive but until then until i'm on the treadmill i'm not checking text i'm not doing anything like that while i'm on the topic of screen time as well i'll also mention that something that i've gotten really good at is stopping toxic scrolling so i'm sure we can all relate i'm sure you've probably done this at some time in your life too when you are scrolling and maybe start comparing yourself to people um anytime i catch myself doing that and it always seems like it's a spiral so i will start comparing myself i'll kind of go unconscious and then i'll start just like stalking this person comparing myself to them finding somebody else and it, it's just like a spiral and i'm sharing this just to be super super real with you guys because this is something that i put behind me for such a long time then i somehow fell back into over like the last year a little bit and over the last few months i have just like detox from it and it's made me so much happier so much better i feel so much more like myself so much more comfortable in my skin and just loving of myself and my current situation where i'm at just everything just not comparing myself comparison really is the thief of joy it is so true but in our modern world with technology at our fingertips at all times it can be easy to fall into that so what i've just started doing and i just wanted to throw this in there because this is a habit that i have started doing now right because previously that was a toxic habit that i had now my habit is if i ever catch myself comparing in any way the phone's gone i'm done i'm off it right unless i'm working unless it's for work like i have to post something or i have to send somebody something there's no scrolling i will not let myself scroll i will not let myself watch anybody's stories i will not let myself you know do anything um, other than my work online, if I catch myself at all comparing, it'll just be like a absolute non-negotiable, hands off, not up for discussion, you're done, bitch. <laughs> and we can try the next day. And honestly, it was it happened really quick for me that I just shifted and stopped stopped comparing myself after just initiating that that part of being like, okay, if you catch yourself doing that, you're done right away. Because I would try to be like, oh, this is bad. Hey, Brooke, stop. But then it, ju it just is like addictive and you just spiral, spiral, spiral. So I will physically take my phone out of my hands now. I will physically put my phone away and be like, you are done. <laughs> so that's just some advice. If you struggle with that, I think, like I said, in today's day and age with social media, I think it can be pretty normal and common. I don't want to say normal because shouldn't be normal, but I think it can be quite common for us to find ourselves in that situation. And I just refuse to ever, ever do that to myself again or be in that situation again. So hopefully that helps you. 
Okay, as I'm recording this, I'm realizing how long this is, so I'm going to make it into two parts. So for this part, I'm just going to finish up talking about my current workout routine and just round out the routines. And then in part two, we will continue on with the other habits. I'll continue answering your guys' questions and we'll talk about the mindsets and realizations. But so let's just round this out right now with the workout routine that I really want to share with you guys. So my workout routine, as I said, I actually just started going to a gym. Before this, I've always gone to workout classes. I started doing workouts at home, but as I mentioned in the beginning of this, I was being very inconsistent with it. Just not having a place to go was giving me a lot of... Um, I guess space for excuses of just being like, oh, well, I have a busy day today. Maybe I'll work out this afternoon. And then I just wouldn't get to it. So I really fell off my movement routine. And if you know me, you would know that my movement is such a important part of my overall mood and my happiness. It has been my whole life. Even when I was young, that was something that was always like very ingrained in my mind. Um, if I was ever in a low mood or going through a rut, my dad would always really be like, you should, you should go move. You should go for a run. You should go for a walk. My dad always played sports um, and my brother played sports. So I feel like my dad knew the importance of that. And he's, he's just always been really good at understanding that movement really benefits your mental health. So I've always utilized movement for my happiness since I was quite young, but I, I wouldn't be routined with it when I was younger. I would just use it when I needed it and I always saw the difference. But once I got into like Pilates and yoga and made them a part of my almost daily routine, I just saw such an incredible difference and got hooked on it. So for the last few years, I've been really, really hooked on Pilates and yoga classes. But then when I, like I said earlier, when I got back from Costa Rica, I kind of just fell off. I would still maybe take like a couple classes like every week or one class a week. But then I wasn't really sticking to my at-home workouts very much when I would do an at-home workout. It just wasn't that great of a workout, you know? So... I just started going to a gym. It's been something that I've been really wanting to do for a while. I just felt like having another place to go any time of the day and be able to tailor my workout to myself rather than going to a class, right? Because maybe I'd, I'm on my period or maybe I'm PMSing or maybe I don't feel that good that day and I don't want to have to follow what a teacher is telling me to do. I'd rather just go on the elliptical for 15 minutes or... Um, I keep saying elliptical, but I mean treadmill. I don't use the elliptical. <laughs> Go on the treadmill for 15 minutes or just do some like stretching or whatever it may be. I just wanted a secondary location to go to that wasn't my home because also I work from home. So I am here in this place a lot. And that was another thing that I started to see affect my mood because I would have days, literally days on end where I would not leave my home. Like some days I wouldn't open my front door like I literally would not leave the home I used to go get my coffee every day but then I saw what a waste of time that was so I started making my coffee at home didn't shut up the Nespresso and when I wasn't taking classes all the time anymore either yeah I would literally go like two or three days 
not even opening the front door. I would ask my boyfriend, like, is it nice outside? <laughs> like, I, I literally didn't know. And it really started to affect my mood. Some of you guys may know. I think I've shared it on the podcast. I talked about it on TikTok. But I definitely went through, like, a bit of a depressive episode over this last winter. And I think that was a huge part of it is just staying in my house for days on end. So for a while, I've been wanting to get a gym membership just so I would have somewhere else to go. I could take classes there if I wanted to take classes um, and I could just tailor my workout to myself. And you guys, I cannot, like I cannot stop talking about how thankful I am that I did this because it's been such a game changer for me. It's also been such an anchor to my morning routine because if I didn't have the, okay, I leave the door out at 7.20 every day to go to the gym, there are some days when there, there would be Pilates classes at 7.30 or all the 7.30s would be full, so I'd have to take an 8. Or all the 8s would be full, so I'd have to take an 8.30. Or it, there just wasn't a consistent schedule when I was taking classes before. And some days I just wouldn't be in the mood to take Pilates and I wanted something like uh, lighter, like just walking on the treadmill or something, but I didn't have a fucking treadmill to walk on, you know? So having just knowing that no matter how I feel, and this is, this is really the key for this current habit for movement for me, is that no matter how I feel, I am waking up, I'm doing my morning routine, and a part of that morning routine is going to the gym. If when I get to the gym, I am like, no, my body does not want to work out today, I will stretch. I will go into the steam room. I will maybe just walk on the elliptical for a little bit just to, you know, walk. Like your, my body can always walk. <laughs> um, I can always stretch, you know. I don't always make myself do a hard workout and we'll get into kind of like what that routine is for me. But regardless, I show up somewhere every day. So regardless, I leave the house every day. Regardless, I'm around other people every day. And I'm getting some sort of movement in, even if that's just stretching. I'm just showing up for myself. Just like you would show up for yourself at anything else, I'm showing up for myself every day for my movement so that it doesn't become something that I neglect or I overlook or I get quote unquote too busy for the way that I would before when it wasn't baked into my routine and it was more of an option. It is no longer an option. It is a part of my morning routine. It is baked into it. My work schedule fits around it. So it is a non-negotiable for me. So my current workout routine, like I said, when I first get there, I get on the treadmill and I will do a high as fuck incline. And depending if I'm doing stuff on my phone, which typically I am, I use this time to work on my phone. So that may be editing, that may be writing captions, that may be posting TikToks. <laughs> um, like the other day, I wrote out kind of an outline for the last podcast that I wrote. I wrote out the caption for the podcast post. I wrote out the show notes. I picked out the photos for the podcast post. So I'll just do easy like work from my phone. Sometimes I will start replying to my assistants at this time if I feel like it and if I, I am ready for that. If I'm not, everybody can wait until I sit down to start work. But sometimes I might reply to some messages from my assistants. Maybe I might 
reply to some DMs. Again, it just depends if I feel like I want that in my energy that day. But most of the time, it's more just kind of a time for me to get like focused social media work done. So like I said, writing captions, uh, preparing posts, editing posts. I might even write out some TikTok ideas or I might post stories. So that's what I do a lot. I'll write out like my daily routine stories that you see me post on Instagram. I'll write them in my notes and then I'll post them like a little bit later. So yeah, it's just kind of like prepping social stuff and it's more creative time for me, more of me creating social output than me intaking any type of social input, right? So I'm not scrolling through social media. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm not uh, usually responding to messages unless I feel like it. It's just a time for me to create. And that has been so amazing for me and such a part of how I know my next level self moves and which I am the full embodiment of her now. So it is how I move because she prioritizes uh, her, her social media work. Like that's such a huge part of my job. And sometimes with just getting busy and running a business, I would let that go to the side, which it's like, doesn't make sense, but I understand where I was at like a year ago, why it made sense to me because I was just so overwhelmed with other things that I didn't have a proper place for me to make sure that I was getting some social media work done every day. This routine allows me to always have that proper place to know that I'm getting some social media work done every day. So my like non-negotiables is like stories. And right now I'm really focused on anchoring and being consistent again on TikTok. So it's always posting stories on Instagram and then always posting a TikTok. So I will prioritize that when I'm on the elliptical every single day. And that's felt really, really, really good for me. I, I cannot stress it enough because before, again, that was just one of those things, just like movement that would just be pushed to the back, pushed to the back. And then I would just not have time for it. So now I have this time made for it. I have it stacked it and it's, it just feels so good to me. So after the elliptical and I will do that for like, uh, 30 to 40 minutes. Sometimes I'll take a class. So if I do take a class, I still like to get on the elliptical before just because like I said, I haven't stacked my social media work with it. But when I'm not taking a class, I will do just like a really good ab and butt and kind of like full body workout. And so I have my routine for that. I'm going to share it with you guys. I need to like write it out as I do it. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll write it out and then I'll, I'll share it with you guys soon. But I have this like really good ab and butt routine that I'm just loving right now and it kicks my ass. So I will do that um, every other day. So I'll do a hard workout that's muscle building every other day and then I'll do more of a slow flow workout the other days. So if Monday I do a hard workout, Tuesday I will do more of a slow kind of flow workout, which might be taking like a yoga class or um, taking a Pilates class because I find both of those just be really like stretching rather than strength training. So I'll alternate my days. So one day is focused on building muscle, then the next day is more focused on like stretching and lengthening and building muscle, stretching and lengthening. And then I don't 
really work out on the weekend. Um, the first weekend that I started at the gym, I did, but last weekend I did not. And if I do get movement, I mean, I do get movement in, in the weekend, just naturally from the things that I do or going on walks through my neighborhood or going on like little hikes. So I get movement in, but I don't make sure that I like hit the gym every weekend, but we'll actually get more into weekend routines in the second part because there is a question about my weekend routine. So yeah, I wanted to make that clear for you guys that I do like one day on one day off of strength. I was actually listening to um, the Skinny Confidential podcast and they had a, uh, I don't remember her name, but she is a, like a trainer. She knows, she knows her shit on this. Okay. And so she was actually recommending that because your muscles need time to repair in order to actually build muscle. And I am trying to build muscle right now. So I'm utilizing this technique of doing one day of building the muscle, then one day of letting your muscles rest and repair. Then while we're on the topic of workout, I will just end with mentioning kind of like where I'm at with food right now and what I'm eating as well and how that's supporting me. So I'm really focused on eating high protein right now because I am trying to build muscle, you guys. I'm finally trying to build my butt. <laughs> I've been trying to build my butt for so long. It's been like something that I wanted to do. I've actually wanted to build muscle for so long. It's been something that I wanted to do, but I just was never like fully committed to it. And I'm finally at that place, as you can tell, where I have these routines, I have the structures, I feel really fucking good in them. I'm uh, stabilizing in them and there's no issue in them. You know, it's not, I'm not even fighting myself in them to do them. It's not, it feels genuinely good to me. So I, um, feel at a good place right now to actually like make those goals that I've had for my fitness actually happen now. So like I said, I really want to build muscle, want to build a butt. And also what's really important to me right now is flexibility. I've wanted to be able to do um, a handstand split for so long. It's been on my vision board for like probably three years now. And just it, it again it's one of those things that just would always get pushed and pushed and pushed and finally i'm prioritizing it so building muscle and also flexibility is like prior prioritized and baked into my daily routine every single day that feels really really good but for building muscle i obviously know that i need to eat a lot of protein i've always been somebody who just naturally didn't eat a lot of meat i used to be vegetarian i was vegan um, and I always kind of teeter tottered back with those eating styles because I love animals. So that has always been a big thing for me my whole life, really. Like even when I was younger, my parents would have trouble getting me to eat meat, but I noticed such a difference in how I feel when I eat meat, especially like around my period, I will really, really, really crave meat. And when I feel that way, I know that it's it's my body being like, this is what we need right now. So I do eat animal protein. Yeah, I people ask me a lot if I'm vegan. I wish I could be vegan, but I know that my body like needs meat. I, I just can feel it. Like I can really feel my body crave meat. Anyways, I'm trying to incorporate more protein into my diet. So more clean sources of protein. I find like the 
plant-based protein powders and correct me if I'm wrong please let me know a good one if you know a good one but I find that they are typically like higher in carbs and have like weird additives and stuff so I've been using again shout out Flav City's protein his, his vanilla protein powder is so good so I will typically have that I literally have it this looks gross because I drank it but I have it right here I was drinking it just before I filmed this I'll usually have that like right when I get back from my workout or like an hour after just depending if I'm hungry or not I really listen to my body so I don't follow like any strict like I eat at this time it's like if I'm hungry at midnight I'm gonna eat it at midnight if I wake up hungry at 6 a.m like I will feed myself at 6 a.m I just listen to my body but I tend to not get hungry until like um, like 11 or 12 ish, uh, just naturally because I drank my coffee. I had my green juice and I've never been like an eat in the morning person ever in my life. I just don't like to eat in the morning. I don't know what it is. I just never, I just never have, but whenever I do get hungry, like I said, some days, especially on my period, I will get hungry earlier. So it'll be like, I'll be like leaving my workout and be like, okay, I'm ready to go home and eat and I'll eat. So I will make a protein shake with Flav City. I literally, again, just use the coconut milk, protein, shitload of maca because it's really good for balancing your hormones. It's really good for your energy. It's good for your mood and it's good for your sex drive. So maca is just like chef's kiss. We love her. I'll dump a shitload of that into it. What else was I saying? Coconut milk and then I'll do strawberries. It tastes like a strawberry milkshake. It is so, so good. And then as of like the last week, I've gotten super into Greek yogurt again. So actually a funny story, when I got COVID back in, this is like in 2020, this is like when COVID first came around, but pre-COVID, I was really into Pilates. I was really into building muscle and i was eating a lot of greek yogurt i loved greek yogurt i loved it as like a dessert i loved it any time of the day i just loved it and then i don't know what covid did to my body but ever since i had covid i could not eat greek yogurt anymore it would just hurt my stomach so bad no other food was like this no other like dairy product it wasn't dairy it was just specifically greek yogurt and the funny thing with this is Greek yogurt was like one of the first foods I ate when I had COVID. So before I knew I had COVID, I ate Greek yogurt that day. And then ever since then, I literally could not eat it for years. And I would try it every once in a while. It would still hurt my stomach. I couldn't eat it. And I don't know, I just tried it recently again and I can eat it again all of a sudden. So we're eating Greek yogurt again. <laughs> Thankfully, because I love Greek yogurt, especially for the protein and just getting extra protein in in your day. I think it's really hard to hit the amount of protein that I'm trying to eat in a day if I don't have like a protein shake or Greek yogurt or this uh, Greek yogurt that I've been making, which is Greek yogurt. And then, and it's the, I use the 0% and then it is the protein powder so together, I think that's like 45 grams of protein. And what I've heard is that you should eat one gram of protein per pound of your weight or your ideal weight a day. So that's been my like solid morning meals is either a protein shake or a Greek yogurt with protein, which is what is my absolute favorite right now. And then I will just add 
onto that again a shitload of maca and this like strawberry jam that's just zero sugar it's like a, a natural just like like uh, mixed up strawberries I guess and it's so good it's like a strawberry cheesecake it's 10 out of 10 I'm obsessed with it right now so that'll be like my morning meal I don't tend to get like very hungry during the day but if I do I may like alternate one of the two so maybe I might have Greek yogurt in the morning then a smoothie later or that smoothie in the morning Greek yogurt later or I'll have like a go macro bar so go macro bars aren't like super high in protein but it's just been something that I've eaten for literally years I've been eating go macro bars for like god like five or six years or something like that it's just been a staple in my house and they don't ever upset my stomach um so it's just like a go-to for me and then for dinner i'll usually have like protein some sort of meat and then some sort of like vegetable or potato or rice and i'm also such a dessert person i have such a sweet tooth i have dessert probably every single night it's just what i do so <laughs> uh we've been having greek yogurt bowls and i've been trying to be better about having greek yogurt bowls instead of eating like i was on an ice cream kick for a second i'm like hey i can just stop just eating ice cream every single night <laughs> so we've been replacing the the ice cream with the greek yogurt and i'm very happy with that or i'll have like a little bit of fruit it's stone fruit season so the other night i had a peach with cherries and that combo was just so 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 good i also made like a peach crumble the other night which was really good so i always have some type of little dessert the other thing that i'll have because i crave chocolate so much especially around my period is i always have those like hue i don't know if it's hue or hu the chocolate bars on deck or is it lily's i don't know why i'm blinking on everything right now i think it's lily's chocolate as well so i'll either have lily's chocolate on deck uh, the hue bars on deck greek yogurt and that's my evening dessert okay so in the next part because i have got to go i have other things to do right now so i will film this next part tomorrow and i will answer the rest of your guys's questions i will go more into some more of the habits that i've been introducing into my life I will talk about all the new mindsets that I've been anchoring into and the realizations that I've had of lately that have just been giving me life and adding such a positive impact into my life. So with that, I will see you guys in part two. I'm sending you so much love and so much good fucking energy. Bye.